I'm Lindsay Wilson, the Queen of Glam, and this is the podcast, Business of Glam. I created this podcast to help us all find the magic in business and everyday life. With over 20 years in the beauty industry, you name it, I've probably done it, avid product and fashion enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a single 40-year-old woman on a quest to live my best authentic life, I wanted to bring you people and resources to help inspire you to do the same. In balancing all life has to throw at us, the highs and the lows, I hope we can learn to ride these waves together to find the true essence of glam. Because at the end of the day, I think what we are all craving is community, connection, and a sense of not being alone. So join me on this journey to turn glam outside in. On this episode of Business of Glam, we reconnect with author Janine Hernandez to discuss her latest book, The Soul in Me Sees the Soul in You, the start of the Book Publishing Academy, how to start the book writing process, following your intuition, and her spiritual retreat coming up this April. We hope you find this episode as inspiring as we did. Enjoy. Thank you so much for joining us, Janine. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. It's been forever. It's so good to see you again. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Janine Hernandez, and I'm the founder of the Book Publishing Academy. I coach writers on how to write, publish, and launch their books. Um, I'm a number one best-selling author. I'm an Airbnb host. I host retreats. I kind of do it all. I dabble in a little bit of everything. <laughs> you do. So we met what we were just talking about. I think it was 2018. Was that our initial, like, meeting we kind of connected yes. through instagram yeah and you were on season one of business of glam when you came out to denver for a visit and we also hosted an event at glamour bar we did in 2019 so it's been some time time has <laughs> passed but yeah we met up uh we did the podcast season one and then we hosted the event at your location it was super cool but you've always been a jack of all trades I like that about you. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about what the Book Publishing Academy is, because that's something new. You were an author before, and that has been kind of like a long time career path for you. But the Book Publishing Academy is relatively-ish new, right? Yeah, at the time I was doing one-to-one coaching. So I was coaching authors on how to publish their books. Um, But But right before the pandemic, I started to get this intuitive feeling that I needed to create a virtual online program. And it just kept bugging me. And I'm like, okay, I need to create this. I don't know why, but we're going to create this. So I went ahead and I created the online academy. It's 75 videos that teach you how to fully write, publish, and launch your video, your um, your book. And it comes with a workbook as well. We do bi-weekly group calls, accountability check-ins, all of that good stuff. And then the pandemic hit and everyone was home and had free time and wanted to write books. So it all worked out perfectly because as soon as the pandemic happened, my business just took off. Everyone was writing a book and signing up. So You pivoted before you even needed to pivot. (laughs) I know. So when a lot of people were going through like, oh my God, you know, the pandemic, I had to close my business. I had to do this. And I was like, I'm having the time of my life because (laughs) everything just went so smoothly and I was prepared before it even happened. And I know we've talked about this before, but following that intuition. So tell us a little bit about like what intuition means to you and how you kind of block out 
I think it's hard sometimes, especially as business owners to like, think about the pivot, think about the next step. You think about everything that can go wrong in creating something or if I create it, are people going to come? So tell us a little bit about how you follow that intuition. So a little bit of two things. I, I tend to be more of an impulsive decision maker than like, oh, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Um, but I always follow my intuition. And um, something that my spiritual mentor taught me was to really just trust myself because I have all the answers inside of me. And she would have me practice with like the smallest thing. For example, if I'm at a red light and I'm like, okay, do I want to make a right or do I want to make a left? And sometimes we'll do that where we're like, should I go this way or that way? And For she's sure. like, if you don't know, pull over, have a moment with yourself and then feel which one feels better to you. And so I started to do that with the little things in my life of like, what is it that I truly want in this moment? Or how do I feel in this moment? And then I just kind of went with that. And that has helped me make bigger decisions in my life. Um, and thankfully, I haven't, I have, you know, I've made very impulsive decisions in my business or like pivoted and done different things, but it's always been for the best. So it's amazing. I love that. I love just like trusting that intuition, that gut feeling. And I love what your spiritual guru told you about yeah. like just those little small things in life, just to kind of help you learn how to guide yourself through things. Yes. How to navigate. <laughs> so tell us about, so obviously signing up for the book publishing Academy, but do you have advice for people? I mean, for myself, for example, I have book ideas, but then it's like daunting on knowing where to start. So do you have some advice for people out there on how do you even begin to get started? I, I love this question. For me, it's make a decision. That's the number one thing is make a decision that you're going to write the book. Because once you actually decide, everything after that is easy. You find a coach that knows exactly what, you know, what they're doing that has already done it. And then you duplicate their steps. And um, with the Book Publishing Academy, we actually start from the very, very beginning. So we start with your mindset, right? What is the, the mindset that you need to have in order to start an author business? And then we teach you um, all of the steps prior to even writing the book. So who is your target audience? Who are you writing the book for? Why are you writing this book? We talk about all of that foundation work first so that when you get to the point of writing the book, it's not so daunting and so scary and you have a foundation ready to go. I love that. And then tell us a little bit about your books. You have a new one that's getting ready to launch, right? On Friday? Did yes. So I yeah, so I'm getting ready to launch my seventh book. I actually have it here. Oh. Um, it's called The Soul in Me Sees the Soul in You. Um, so this book is really special. It's really for um, children that are nonverbal and, you know, like autistic children, Down syndrome. And it's just amazing because even though they're nonverbal and they can't speak, you can still communicate with them. And they're yeah. still very much bright lights. And so I wanted to write something just to let them know that we see you. I see, I see you and I can feel you and I can understand you. And um, so, yeah, that's my newest book. It comes out on uh, Friday. But um, but yeah, I've written uh, I've written other children's books. I've written spirituality types of books, poetry. I I like to write a little bit of everything. And we talked before, so obviously you publish your own books. And but what is kind of that difference? I know that we talked about it in season one, but what is the difference between like 
finding publishing on your own or finding somebody to publish for you kind of like what you think happens you know the Carrie Bradshaw (laughs) with the traditional publishing the thing is is that you're going to have a barrier to entry when you submit your book to see if it can get published it's going to get denied and i'm and i'm not saying this to make anyone feel like oh my god no this is going to happen you're going to get denied we're not fairy we don't have all the deep okay yeah no you're going <laughs> to get denied like 10 to 15 times before you even get a yes and when you do get a yes, you have to go by their contract, their rules, their specifications. If they don't like a character, they can remove it. They decide how they want the book cover, everything. So you're bound to their contract. You're also um, only getting paid out about twice a year and you're getting a percentage of the sale. So if your book is $14.99, they, they have to pay out the publishing company first, your agent, the marketing department, and then you get your cut, which is only like 10%. Um, When you do self-publishing, yes, you are investing in your own business. So you're putting up the money up front to pay for the book cover, pay for printing and all of that. But at the end of the day, you're making all of the sales and you get full control over everything. You don't have someone telling you what you can and can't do. And for me, ever since I was little, I I always wanted to be a writer since I was about nine. And it was it was weird because I would always tell my parents, but I don't want to go through traditional publishing. And it was because I knew at an early age, I wanted no one to have full control or rights over my writing. I wanted to own all of it. And that's exactly what I've been doing. So yeah, that's the difference between the two. Perfect. And then I'm assuming, and the book Publishing Academy, you kind of teach people how to do that and how to market so is like Amazon or is it eBooks or like, how do you decide, are you printing or is an eBook like a great option to kind of start out with? Yeah. So I do teach them both. I teach them how to do an eBook and also print. And I do teach them how to do it uh, with distribution companies such as Amazon or Barnes and Nobles, um, or if they want to go the traditional route of going through a print company and having them print it. So I do teach them all the different options and they kind of get to choose what they want to do. Love it. What are some of your favorite books? I'm like, I'm sure that your list is probably like really amazing, especially like with wanting, knowing your soul's path from a very young age. Yeah. So I read a lot of books. I probably read a book every two weeks. Um, But I will say that even though I read a lot of books, I'm very picky. So (laughs) um, yeah, I read so many, but I still have a very short list of my favorite. Um, I would have to say Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Burchard is one of my favorites. And then A Happy Pocket Full of Money. I forgot the name of the author, but that book is really good. And it talks about money mindset. I love that. Mm -hmm. um and then what I was like I just lost totally my train of thought (laughs) but I'm gonna get back on track um with like coaching one-on-one so let's just say I want to write a book do you ever have to tell people like this is the direction that I would maybe go or I would edit this out or how do you kind of find do you do the editing or do you connect people with editors just to know kind of what everybody's looking for out there 
So I do a little bit of both. I sometimes get some of my authors that want to email me their book just to get some feedback and I'll do that. I won't read it, but I will skim through it and I'll give them like pointers. Like these are the three things you need to focus on. I would fix this, this, this and this. Um, so I do that for them. And then, um, but I recently did start editing books because a lot of them need books edited. I do have have a small, a very small um, network of editors that I work with and that I trust. So when they're not available, I'll take a book and I'll edit it for them. So yeah, we do a little bit of everything. <laughs> I feel like that is, that would be, that would feel daunting, right? To say like, okay, here's this book that I wrote. And I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> well yes and but you know and they've learned to like trust me of like no we need to restructure this whole paragraph we need to redo this um yeah. they kind of just trust me and so yeah I give them feedback and let them know what should be updated do you think everybody can write I think everyone can write but we definitely do need editors to help us bring it to life. Mm -hmm. Even myself, I don't think I'm the best writer, but I have some experience. I still love to have a professional editor look through it because just the way that they reword it and use different words and suggest new things, I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> I remember having a conversation with a, a, another person on the Brian Howe, all the way that was on um, Business of Glam, and he does film and videography he was like everybody has a story to tell and I think writing is such a great avenue to kind of go down and explore telling that story it's very true I I truly believe everyone has a story and that's our mission is to help people be vulnerable enough to share their story through books um, but one thing I didn't mention is recently last year we started to do our own documentaries um, I, I just had a passion for, I want to see how we can make this, this book come to life. So we did do a documentary on one of our authors. Her name was Ralphie and we brought her story to life. It was amazing. And then this year we're going to do it on a different author as well. So we're dabbling in the documentary and videography, you know, industry. <laughs> That's so amazing. How do you get your kind of creativity and your direction on where to go besides the intuition portion. But I feel like you're always kind of dabbling in like that creative mindset. How do you kind of do self-care or find those ways to channel those creative directions that you feel? I do meditate a lot and I do visualizations where I literally will just lay there for like 20 minutes and visualize like what I want in the future. And then all these ideas come to me. Sometimes I'll have dreams as well. Um, but a lot of it is visual. Like I will see it in my mind before it happens of like, oh, now we're going to be doing documentaries. Okay, great. And then I just create a plan and I start doing it. Um, and then really just trusting that if that vision came to me, it's because God wants me to do it. So I just go for it. Love it. And you're now, as far as like, self I'm sorry. No, no, please. Yes. Tell us about your self-care too. Um, as far as self-care, sorry, I, I forgot to answer that part, oh. but as far as self-care, I have a very, very, I would say strict self-care regimen every single day. And what I mean by strict is that I'm very consistent with it. I try not to have anything interrupt me. Um, but I wake up early. I'm an early bird. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and it's, it's so important to me because I feel like my life is worth it. So I wake up, I read my uh, my books, I journal, I do my gratitude. 
I meditate, I pray and read the Bible. Um, I'll write my affirmations down, but then I'll also listen to them. So I have them recorded and I like listen to them. Oh, um, I, I do. Idea. Do you just yeah. do, like the video or the voice recorder on your phone? Yep. I did the voice recorder and then I'll listen to it in the morning or throughout the day. Um, I tend to listen to money mindset affirmations too through, through YouTube, but I do all of that in the morning without social media. I won't be on social media while I'm doing this. And if anyone's calling or texting me that early, I'm not responding. I'm like really dedicated to my time. I make sure that I work out at least three times a week. And um, yeah, just eating healthy. All of that contributes. If I don't do those things and pour into myself, I feel like I am a disaster. I cannot pour into everyone else. Yes, you have to pour into your own cup first, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, speaking of just like all of your creativity and all of these other chapters of your business that you keep doing, you also have women's retreats, right? Yes, yes we started about that. We started hosting women's retreats three years ago, and actually, um, my co-host is Christina. You met her at the event, the Beauty and Brains event, and um, yeah, we started hosting them. It was another idea of mine that I wanted to do, and she was bold enough to say, I'll do it with you, and so we're hosting our third annual retreat this April 21st through the 23rd in Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. And I'm super excited. We host workshops. We have outdoor activities. Um, we have a photographer on site. We do, a, you know, like a higher self dinner. All meals are included. Um, the house is beautiful. It's overlooking the lake. Um, it has like 10 bedrooms. It's just beautiful. And it's going to be an amazing, amazing time. It's a great time to really pour into yourself and get away with the girls. I was going to say, so what is kind of the main focus? Is it kind of just a self-care retreat? Are you doing like information on book publishing? Like what's kind of the ideal person that would attend the retreat? We do call it a spiritual retreat. It's called Revive and Rise. So it's really just like tapping into yourself and like read rejuvenating and flourishing and like blooming into this new person this spring. Um, but we do focus on a lot of different things, whether it be mental, emotional, spiritual, um, physical, we do yoga as well. Um, so it's a little bit of everything. And then I do bring a little bit of the book publishing aspect to it because everyone always asks about like journaling or writing. So yeah, we mix a little bit of everything. I love that. And tell us the dates again, too. I love that you're also going back towards like where I grew up. I was just <laughs> telling you that I spent many of times. So Lake of the Ozarks is amazing for anybody that hasn't been there. And it, it does feel like a little spiritual. You are on the lake. It's beautiful. We used to do family vacations there all the time. But tell I us the dates it. again. Oh, uh, so it's April 21st through the 23rd. And um, all you have to do is get your flight there. We will pick you up from the airport and bring you to the home. And um, the rest is history. It's going to be an amazing time. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. I love yes. that. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us too, like, how do you stay grounded? I know you, like, you just have so many different, like, avenues like do you have certain dedications that you do on certain days of the week do you have a certain schedule that you follow where you're kind of like okay today's book publishing academy or are you kind of like me <laughs> and just all over the place all the time and just like skipping 
going through the files in the brain? I literally, I have like 20 files open in my brain and I do all of them <laughs> at the same time. So I don't really have, I'm like not good with just focusing on one thing. I have to do 10 million things. Um, so yeah. And I function really well under that chaos for some reason. Same. I do too. I, I love the good chaos. <laughs> I love it. But you know, I, I do, as far as like staying grounded, for me, it's so important, like I said, to pour back into myself. So there are seasons where I kind of just shut it down for a bit, um, especially like around the holidays in December. I take I, I don't take the month off, but I kind of take a step back and I'm doing more like planning for the next year, um, visionary work for the next year. And then I find that in the summer, like May, June, I kind of do the same thing. I take some time to like take a step back. I don't have to be so on social media, 100%, you know, face, face forwarding. But, um, but that helps a lot because I kind of just go back to like normal life of like not having to be a brand for everyone. Right. So that right. helps, yeah. I kind of love that because like, I feel like I saw a lot on social media this, this year that like winter is the time to like kind of decompress and kind of like figure out what you want to bloom into in spring. It so, really helps. That time yeah. out. How mm -hmm. do you, do you have the guilt factor of um, taking that step back? Did you no. have to fight through that? Or do you just know that that's like how you need to function and move forward? I've learned that's how I need to function because in the past I haven't done that and I've burned myself out. And when I had that first burnout, I had to pretty much shut down my business for like six months because I was so burnt out. Um, so I told myself I would never do that again. So I do take my little seasons. I have no guilt. I create really strict boundaries with people and I take my time and I enjoy it. I'm sure with coaching, you're kind of probably needing to create those boundaries, right? Yeah. So how do you avoid, besides just taking the time out and maybe setting boundaries, how do you stay from burning out again? I think um, we're all on the verge always. <laughs> so uh, for me, I, I had to separate my business, my personal line from my business line. Um, so now, and if you're like a personal friend, you have my personal phone, but everyone else gets my business line. Um, and if it's after 4.30, I will not respond to your text or phone call. You're going to hear from me the next day. I also get a lot of people that DM me, like, or, or they'll DM me at like four in the morning. I'm not going to respond until it's eight o'clock, you know, so I have to have those strict boundaries. Yeah. Um, the same with emails. I'll, you know, they'll email me and they'll say, Hey, I emailed you. Can you check in? I'm like Monday morning <laughs> It's <laughs> weekend time. I won't take any calls on the weekend. I try to really just dedicate it to my son. Um, so that has really helped because in the past I would take anyone's call or anyone's zoom at any time because I was so desperate to just grow my business. And now it's like, no, I'm going to create boundaries and the right people will come to me so, yeah. regardless. So, yeah. I think that's so important to have those boundaries and it is about finding that right client or that right person to coach through mm -hmm. their process. Yes. They will so. respect your boundary. <laughs> exactly so it has worked so far and it really helps keep me sane <laughs> yes tell everybody a little bit again I know that we talked about this in season one but what were you doing before like I know that you kind of trust that intuition you go with that gut feeling you move forward 
how did you, what were you doing before and how did you decide to take the plunge into writing and starting a book publishing academy? So I was in corporate America doing HR management. And at the time, um, they were wanting me to get HR certified. I went and, and took the test and completely failed it. And it's not that I don't understand the information, but test taking is not my thing. Yeah. Um, but I really realized during that process that I had zero desire to want to study the material. I really could care less that I just spent $3,000 of their money on failing this test. And I had to really sit with myself and I asked myself, like, are you truly doing what you're supposed to be doing? Because I would see other HR managers, you know, colleagues, and they're so excited and they're like, I'm going to pass this test. I'm going to get certified. And I'm like, you know, it eh, doesn't interest me. Um, so once I made that decision of like, you enjoy HR because you're a service to people, but it's not your passion in life. Once I figured that out, within six months, I was gone. I had saved six months of my salary. Um, we had a mutual decision for me to leave the company. And then I started my business full-time. I had already been in business, but I decided to go full-time and I never looked back. <laughs> and for me, it was a no-brainer to do the books because I would wake up every day and all I thought about was books. Yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> You followed that passion. Do you have advice? That's what I was going to ask you for people trying to find their passion or what direction that they're going. Because I think a lot of people are in kind of corporate America and trying to figure out like, and there are ideas of like, oh, it would be nice to write a book or have a creative outlet. But it seems very scary and daunting to be able to like walk away from all of the stability that corporate America does provide for us. Mm -hmm. So I think that um, when it comes to passion, I always tell people, I want you to think back to when you were little, what was it that you used to tell yourself or your parents that you wanted to do? Because I promise you, if you tap into that childhood part of yourself, you still probably want to do that. You still probably want to be that teacher teacher or that firefighter or that book writer. And that's kind of what happened to me is I always wanted to do this, but for some reason I got stuck in, in corporate America. And then I found myself back to my core and what I wanted to do. Um, so that is what I, I normally recommend for people to do. And, um, and then yes, you do lose a, a lot of that comfortable comfortability of having that biweekly paycheck and having an insurance, you know, but when you truly like put the money forth or invest in yourself to find coaches or systems and, and services that are going to help your business grow, you're going to position yourself to where you'll be finding clients that are going to have you on retainer every month. Um, and in, I just feel like when you really want it, it'll happen. So um, I just encourage people to truly just tap into that and go make it happen. What are some, I know we're kind of with Zoom running out of time, but I want to know what are kind of like your, like the coaches that you found or the spiritual journey that you kind of went down? I noticed that um, on your Instagram, you had posted somebody that I just saw doing um, a sound bath this past Sunday. She, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Janine knows her. So it's like such a small world. Um. So uh, 
was it Christina? It might have been our I think it maybe was. I just recognized her and I was like, for some reason, I didn't connect the dots from our event that we had. I, from her. I kept um, looking at her like she looks familiar, but then familiar. I just wasn't, I wasn't connecting the dots. And then I saw her on your social media today. Bye. Um, as far as coaches, so I have invested a lot of money in coaches. And I want people to know that do not be afraid to invest in yourself and for you to continue to learn because that's the only way that you're going to grow. I've had a book coach. I've had a speaking coach. I've had a business coach. Right now I have a finance coach that's teaching me how to uh, figure out the financials of my business. Wow. I've had a budget coach to teach me how to budget in my business. Um, I've had uh, a Facebook group coach that has taught me how to utilize like Facebooks and systems to capture new leads. I've done, I mean, I've done so many trainings, um, Facebook ad, like it's just, it's never ending. I'm always investing in someone. On top of that, I do have a mentor. We meet probably every, every other month. Um, but she's always available if I have like business questions. Um, I just know that there's always another level to climb in the, in this business or this industry. I don't know it all. So I have no problem like investing in myself and paying to learn what they know. <laughs> I love that. And then mm -hmm. about your spiritual journey and like these women's retreats, like what were kind of any key factors? Like I did my first sound bath on Sunday, like I said, and it was amazing. Do you have any favorite things that you've done? Yes. So at our last retreat, we implemented a cacao ceremony. And so cacao is basically just chocolate uh, from Mother Earth. And in our ind indigenous like ancestral, um, I guess, customs or culture, uh, especially in Colombia, we drink cacao is just like chocolate milk. Um, so I've always grown up drinking cacao. It's just something normal. Um, but as I've grown, I've learned that they do ceremonial cacao ceremonies where you drink the cacao and you thank Mother Earth and you think about what you want for your future and you try to manifest it and all of that good stuff. So we did that at our last retreat. And for me, it was the most beautiful experience ever. I had this moment because Christina and I were facilitating and the, the girls were sitting in front of us. And I had this moment where I looked at them, they're in deep meditation. And I thought to myself, oh my God, like two years ago, I just had this little tiny thought or idea that I could have a woman's retreat. And it was like an aha moment of like, oh, holy moly, it's happening. And it's like in my face in this moment. And I just started bawling my eyes out because I was in so much gratitude of like this little tiny thought that was like in the back <laughs> of my head is like here and it's happening. And um, I was just so grateful that those women trusted us enough to make my vision come to life. Um, so that was one of the most beautiful experiences I've had at the retreat. Oh my gosh. I love that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, social media is how we met. Do you have any advice on people out there that are maybe looking to get started in either just business or book publishing or writing a book besides social media? Any type? I think that there's definitely power in social media. I mean, I'm so happy to like have you back on the business of Glam. And like, again, we just like we slid into each other's DMs and, Pretty much. and we've never been apart since. 
Do you have any advice for people kind of getting out there and connecting and finding mentors and finding coaches or spiritual like leaders that can kind of lead them down that way? Yeah. So as far as finding coaches, it's really just putting yourself out there and you're going to know when you find someone where you're like, okay, I need to learn from them. Like, for example, my mentor, I met her about five years ago. I was invited to a woman's event and she was the speaker and I was immediately captivated by the way that she, um, she held the room and her conversation skills and she just had so much knowledge and so I wasn't afraid I just reached out to her and I said are you open to, to tea and so we met up for tea and then I just asked her I said hey like I need a mentor this is my goal for the next year is to leave corporate America will you mentor me and how much will it cost I'm willing to pay and luckily she was like, I'm not going to charge you. Thank God. And um, we've been really, we've become really good friends since. So don't be afraid to ask and really just put yourself out there and, and do the work. And you're going to need multiple people to help you along the way. So don't be afraid to, to find multiple coaches for different seasons. Yeah. I love that. I think we both agreed in the event that you hosted at Glamour Bar that, you know, the worst that you can hear is no. So mm -hmm. any last little final little nuggets of advice that you have for everybody? I just feel like you're so knowledgeable. I feel like we could just like keep going. Um, Little la last nugget of advice. If you have thought about writing a book or even just maybe launching your business, I know that you're going to be afraid and I can relate to that because I promise you I'm afraid every single time a new book comes around or a new business venture, but you have to feel the fear and just do it anyways. Even if you have anxiety, even if you kick and scream, if you, like I cry sometimes because I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do, you know, I can't believe the book's coming out and I cry, but um, you still get it done. And once you get it done, you're going to feel so much better. I promise you. I always like to say, I just needed a little melt. I, need a I just little needed melt to melt for a minute and now I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> so take that moment to melt. Exactly. <laughs> well, you have so much coming up. So the book on Friday launches. You have the women's retreat in April in Lake of the Ozarks. Please tag me in it. Like I said, I know lots of people that are in that area. So I would love to share that for you. But um tell everybody where they can find you and get in touch and kind of connect with you. The best way to find me is Instagram. It's Janine, J-A-N-I-N-E Hernandez underscore. And um, our website is www.bookpublishingacademy.org. Amazing. And the books, where can we find the light in me sees the light in you? Wait, um so get the title yeah. right the I'm soul in me sees the soul, soul. In <laughs> <laughs> close enough. I was close. um so the best way to shop for my books is amazon or you can go on my personal website it's janinehernandez.com forward slash shop well i'm going to be getting that book on friday I love thank you <laughs> thank you for joining us it was so Thank good you for to having see you. me. Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate you. I love everything that you're doing. I keep up the amazing work. Thank you so much. Thank you. Same. I'm Lindsay Wilson, and you've been listening to Business of Glam. 
You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to subscribe, review, and download this podcast. If you're ever in the Denver area, be sure to come by and see us at Glamour Bar. Until then, stay glam.